Welcome to The Job, where we discuss tips and strategies for reducing stress and preventing burnout in the police. I'm Johnny Bevan and I'm the Police Burnout Coach and currently a serving police detective with 16 years experience in a variety of roles ranging from uniform policing, proactive squads, covert policing and child protection. I'm going to be sharing proven strategies on how to reduce anxiety, eliminate overwhelm, stop procrastinating and worrying what other people think so that you can become more productive and bring calm and balance to your life no matter what you're faced with. We're also going to talk about how to build trust and confidence in yourself so you can stop needing constant reassurance and validation from others to know that you're doing a good job. Working in the police doesn't have to be stressful and I'm going to show you how. So let's dive in. Right, today we're going to talk about how to find out what's really important to you, how to find out your priorities. Because I'm going to do a little series of podcasts, the next few, all around sort of the importance of goal setting, how to do it, and yeah, just why you would want to do it and the benefits of it. But the first thing, before you get into sort of setting goals, whether they be big ones or small ones, just daily ones, you really, first of all, want to find out what is important to you. Like, what's really important to you? Because I think this sometimes gets lost in just day-to-day living. We get caught up in work and we forget about our families. We get caught up in the thick of the thin things, in the minutiae detail that doesn't really matter, and we really lose what is truly important to us. And this is very normal, and I think we have to just constantly check in and just ask like, ourselves, what are we doing all this for? Why are we doing this? Because I've seen too many people, too many cops at retirement, they're doing their speech with their arms around their kids and saying, don't do what I did and miss out on my kids. And I even know someone I spoke to when I was chatting to them and they had a very illustrious career in the police. And <clears throat> they retired, come back, and they said that their kids actually said, we don't remember you. We don't remember you growing up, Dad. And I thought, well, I mean, that is, you could achieve all you want in your life, but that for me would just be a real sort of kick in the nuts, really. It's just like, not what you want. And I, and I think people always sometimes think you it's one or the other. You can't have this career and the family, but I've realized you can have both. And this is what I help people with, getting both. Having that fulfilled career, but also not neglecting their family and their health. So actually they can enjoy it and with no regrets. And to do this, you've really got to find out what is important to you. Now, Without doubt, the best way I've found this is to think of death. (laughs) This might sound bloody horrible, but using death to live is actually a really effective tool. It's not actually morbid, it really focuses you on what you want. And I've learned a few techniques over the few years from different people and just trying it myself because I do have to do it quite often because like anyone I get caught up in all the de- in the fine detail and suddenly forget why I'm doing things and I've found that there's certain techniques three of which I'm going to share with you 
where you can use the death to actually bring yourself uh, into line, into, into sort of focus and actually what's important for you, not for anyone else, for you. So if you haven't tuned out already, <laughs> I think it's going to be more because I'm sure you is not, I'll share with you the first one. And the first one <clears throat> is literally just go into your deathbed. And I, I read this, first of all, you know, from in the book, I think it was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. It's definitely Gay Hendricks, but I've read a few of his books, so it might be one of his others. It might actually be The Five Wishes, but anyway. But what he says is, you fast forward to your deathbed, to when literally you're about to take your last breath, and you've got your family around you, all the people you love, and you look, and you look back at your life and you see what regrets you have and it's a really powerful tool even though as I'm saying this to you now it brings up goosebumps on my arm and you go what regrets have I got and then whatever those regrets are you start changing those into goals now so if your regret was you didn't spend enough time with your family um, you didn't you were you worried too much what people thought you didn't tell your wife that you loved her enough you didn't tell your husband that you loved them enough you didn't appreciate them enough whatever it is then you can change that regret that future regret into a goal now because those are your true desires what you really want and it really works because for me it was like I wish I'd be more patient with my kids I wish when I was doing something which really wasn't that important and they come out and went dad can I tell you something can I show you something that I just went yes you can and I catch myself even now when I'm doing something and my boys go dad can I show you something and I go I go to say can it wait and or I'm busy and I go no actually I this is my goal I, I want to be present for them and I can start doing it now and not waiting until it's too late. So that's the first one. Really, really good. You just sit, don't just do it when you're driving along or anything like that. Actually sit down and imagine what it's going to be like. I have a real picture of me on this cliff top, down Devon it seems to be, and I've got my kids there. And there's things I'm really grateful for and there's things that if I carried on living my life as I do now that I would regret. And those are the things I turn into my goals. And another one of mine is taking bigger risks. I sort of, if I look back, I go, I wish I'd just taken bigger risks and just really gone for it. Well, then let's, let's start doing that now. Um, and the other one, so that's the first one. And the other one is four questions. And the four questions is, or are, it's a terrible bit of English, wasn't it? If you had a year to live, so you start off everyone with that. If you had a year to live, what would you start doing? And the second one, if you had a year to live, what would you stop doing? And then if you had a year to live, what would you care less about? And if you had a year to live, what would you care more about? And this is really interesting because I find people's answers when I use this in coaching sessions 
when I say, what would you care less about? It's always the same, what other people think. And then you start living that now, because then I always add at the end, why does it change when you reduce the time you're going to live, for one? And the other one is, how do you know you haven't got that time? We all walk around thinking we've got all the time in the world as if we know when we're going to check out. But actually we don't. And that's the good news because then we can actually let's start living now. And people always go, and I suppose a few of you now listening, oh, what, I'm just going to go and spend my money, I'm going to do all that, go on all these holidays and not plan for the future and sort of screw my pension. And actually, you don't, you don't do that. It's about what this exercise does is really bring you back to what is truly important to you. And I found what was really important to me was what I'd want if I knew I only had that time was I would be, I just want to sit on the sofa with my boys and listen to them, just hold them. I want to just be able to hold my wife's hand and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not like go on a more expensive holiday and you suddenly realise that, yes, we can have all those things, but what we don't want to do is lose what's important to us. Now, I was going to share a third one, but, but it is totally gone from my head. So I'm just going to fill for a bit and hopefully it will come to me because I've shared the first one and we got the second one, which is the... Uh, yes, I've got it. It's come back. I knew it would if I just filled. Right, this one is really good. I love this one. And this is from Stephen, Cove, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And this is great exercise for getting your values, what's really true to you. And um, just finding what's important because that's what your values are really, aren't they? I use this as a values exercise with my clients, but also it's, it's just to find out what's really important to you. And what you do is you imagine you're, you're at a funeral and as you drive up, you imagine yourself driving up the long drive and then you get out of the car and you start seeing people that you recognise. And then you sort of walk in, you're chatting, and you go up and you notice an open casket. And this funeral is three years from now. And then as you walk up, you notice it's you, it's your funeral. You are observing your own funeral. And then you have, there's going to be five people that speak. Five people are going to speak at your funeral. Someone one of your kids, your wife, someone from your work, someone from your friends, someone from your community. You can pick any sort of five. It doesn't have to be five, just anyone that you sort of, that, those people that are close to you, those circles of people. And they're all going to get up and say something about you. And so then you write down what you want those people to say. And it's a really it's a, it's a very, oh, they're all very similar exercises, but it's fascinating what comes up because it is all the small stuff, what you want. Like for me, I realised where I let things go was in my community. I wanted my neighbour who now lives on his own to be able to say, actually, you would just pop in for a coffee. And actually, I realise even as I'm recording this, that I keep saying to him, I'm going to pop in for a coffee. I haven't. And I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to drop him a text and I'm going to try and sort it out for when I come back from holiday. Because these things get forgotten. 
and suddenly realised, actually, I would want someone to stand up and go, he was always there. Whatever the problem was, he was always there. And then you go through all these people, and it may be very difficult, but what do you want them to say about you? And then you start living that now. You start doing that now. And what you'll find is you'll start living in line with what you truly want and in line with your values and you will live a fulfilled life. Because we all chase the money, we all chase the um, re- the external validation from people, all of which is really you know, the money. You Obviously we need money, but it's all very shallow, isn't it? It's not really what gives us deep fulfilment in life. And these exercises just ground you and then get you doing it. So I realised one of the things for me was, actually, I want to spend more time with my kids. So I know when I'm asked to stay on, sometimes obviously I do, the nature of the job. But there's other times where I say, no, I'm not going to tonight. Why? Because I want to go and spend some time with my kids. And I want to be actually pretty, I want to be able to function and not be knackered with them all the time. So I am going to say no to things. And that also has me saying no to sometimes when people invite me out somewhere. And I go, actually, no, because I want to spend as much time in these years with my kids. And I want them, I want them to remember that. And I want to help mould them into the adults I want them to be. So that is, that is three exercises. Although I nearly forgot the third one, but I got, got there in the end. That is three exercises I've, I use and they're brilliant. And don't, if you're turned off by the fact that, oh, death, no, just know it's not a morbid thing. It's going to happen. So we may as well use it to our advantage and use it to actually start living. And if you want to read some good books that talk about it, Gay Hendricks' book is good. I've read The Big Leap. Um, I forget the name of the second one, but there's one called Five Wishes. There's also Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I highly recommend that book. <clears throat> and the other one, The Four Questions, I actually got from Brooke Castillo, um, Life Coach School, who I trained with. Um, she was talking to someone and they were coming up with these questions. But anything, you, you could make your own play on this. Just is anything. If you imagined you only had, if this was your last day, what would you do? If you only had a week to live, a year to live. And just remember, there's some people who, maybe someone that's listening now, now that is in that position. And they probably wish they hadn't waited until that time for, or, or had to wait for that to happen to actually start living their life. We're only here once. Yes, we've got important careers, important jobs, roles, responsibilities, but we can also live the life we want. And that's what I'm a massive promoter for. So I hope that um, is helpful. I'd be really interested if anyone tries it and has any sort of sort of real sort of aha moments and start sort of making big adjustments to their life. If you do, drop me an email, johnnybevanoutlook.com, J-O-N-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. Drop me an email. I'd be really interested to see um, how you get on with that. That's me done, and I'll speak to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from this podcast, please forward it on to them. And if you want to know any more, 
then please do not hesitate to email me at johnnybevan at outlook.com. That's J-O-N-N-Y-B-E-V-A-N at outlook.com. And also follow me on Instagram um, at Johnny Bevan or on Facebook, I am Johnny Bevan, the Police Burnout Coach. Have a great time and I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.